Kerry Williams and welcome to today's Daily Spiritual Startup. Today I want to talk to you about the root of temptation. We're all tempted. Every one of us faces the external temptations of the world around us and the thing that we sometimes don't recognize is how much we also face the internal temptation of our own sarks. That's the Greek word for flesh that's translated in English. Some versions say the sinful nature. But we have all sorts of temptations. And everybody has different temptations. Some of the things that tempt one person may not tempt me at all. And some of the things that tempt me may not be a strong temptation to other people. One person may be tempted to gossip and the other person, they, they don't really have any desire to do that at all. One person, I mean, I, I've never been tempted by drugs, but if you could put me in a room with with a, a full, I don't know what you call it, pipe or needle or whatever people use to inject those things, I, I could probably stay in that room the rest of my life and never really be pulled to use that substance. I'm just not tempted by it, but other people are. But there are things I would be tempted by that they're not. And that's kind of a weird dynamic when you think about temptation until you read over in the book of James chapter 1. In verse 13, it says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God does not, cannot be tempted, nor does he tempt anyone. Now, to, we need to clarify here because the Bible does say that he tests us. And what's the difference, you say? Well, I, I don't know for sure, but I do know this. God always wants us to succeed, and the devil always wants us to fail. So perhaps that's the key difference. When we face any kind of difficulty or choice, God, he tests us so that we can succeed, so that we can win. The devil tempts us so that we will fail. But then he goes on and talks about the process of temptation. When he says, but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desire and enticed. And when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Now that word desire, if you look in the King James, is not there. It's rather the word lust. And that word lust is essential to understanding this. We know what lust or desire is. That's when you want something. And that's a key ingredient. In fact, there are two key ingredients to temptation. Temptation requires desire or lust. You have to on some level want to do that thing and it also requires opportunity there are things I'll never be tempted by because I don't have any opportunity I mean I'm not tempted to brag about my yacht because no yacht I'm never going to have a yacht so I'm not tempted by that and so it is true now the reason that this really helped me is I remember as a young man in my teenage years that as you know, you're blossoming into adulthood and everything's changing with your body and changing with your thinking and changing with your friend group and all of that. I remember feeling so bad because I would have desires that were new. And those desires, because I misunderstood what temptation and what sin were, I felt that the desire was sinful. And it was a desire to do sinful things at times. But I misunderstood this text because it teaches us that desire is not yet sin. In fact, it can't be because desire is essential to be tempted. And the Bible tells us in Hebrews that Jesus was tempted in all points just as we are. So he had desire. The difference is, is I've given in to that desire sometimes. You have. 
But the Lord never did. But he did have the desire. That means that when he was tempted to turn a stone to bread, some part of him desired to, wanted to. When he was tempted to throw himself from the temple, when he was tempted to, to bow down and worship the devil and he'd give him all the nations of the world, on some level, he had to have desire, or this text says that it wouldn't be tempting. So the desire, the part of us wanting to, that's not sin yet. We have to give in to that sin. Now, somebody says, well, but preacher, what about when Jesus says that if a man looks upon a woman to lust after her, he's committed adultery in his heart? That's exactly right. But Jesus doesn't say if you lust. He says if you look upon a woman to lust. That means if you stir up that desire on purpose. So you see, incidental desire is a part of temptation that Jesus faced that we'll all face. And that means that at times, perhaps, even though we felt guilty about having desire, the desire itself isn't sin. It's sin when we give in to that desire. So I hope this helps you today as you face through and and struggle with temptation. I'm sure you will, as we all do. But remember, it's not sin yet. There's no guilt associated until you yield to it or until you stir up the desire on purpose. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you here next time.